Hi, this is Dream Chaser Stephen Mitchell, and you're listening to the Chasing Dreams podcast with my girl, Amy J. Hey, my name is Amy J. Before we get on with the show, I wanted to explain a few things. Some of the initial episodes of Chasing Dreams was originally part of my other show, Amy J Live, over at amyj21.com. Because of that, this episode you're listening to right now may mention a different episode number and you may hear reference to Amy J Live. Don't let that confuse you. This is episode number three of Chasing Dreams. And now, on to the show. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey guys. This is Amy J. Live, episode number nine. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we have on the show my friend Steve Mitchell, who is hanging out with me on Skype, and we are just chatting it up and pretty much kind of talking about everything he's doing with his company, Blue Rain Productions. So without further ado, let's go see what Steve has to say. Hey guys, I'm here with Stephen Mitchell, founder of Blue Rain Productions and Blue Rain Wear, a design company dedicated to changing the world through art and charity. He is a firm believer in what has now become the Blue Rain motto, see it, believe it, do it. Stephen is also one of my very, very good friends. We've known each other, which feels like forever, but probably isn't, but in our heads it is. Thank you, Stephen, for coming. Thank you for having me, Amy. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Let me tell you guys, the reason I asked Steve to to talk with us today is, you know, this year's motto has been all about live without regret. And I think Steve embodies that, especially with his Blue Ring company. And I've seen him, uh, I don't know if it's from the beginning or very close to the beginning since he started everything. And I've just been so proud of him and everything he's doing. And so I wanted to talk to him and share him and everything he's doing with you guys. And hopefully you can use him as an inspiration to see that you two can make moves and live without regret. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, it's funny that you say that because I was actually, um, thinking about some of the entry, uh, early days of blue rain, uh, blue rain productions and blue rain where, um, actually blue rain production started in about 2005 on my mom's birthday. Um, which is September 23rd and it just kind of started to branch out, but, yeah, Blue Rain Wear, Amy, I think I've known you about the amount of time that Blue Rain Wear has been in existence. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I was thinking about some of the early days. And I remember uh, looking around at different brands, different production companies, different clothing lines. And I just thought to myself one day, like, why not me? Why why can't I do this as well? Um, so, yeah, yeah, no regrets. <laughs> so you had a dream or an idea and you just kind of went with it? Um, yeah, actually, it's. It's funny that um, you know your one of the opening re, one of your opening lines was uh, you know being inspiration to people and showing them that you can live with no regrets because honestly to be quite candid I didn't think that I could do this like I just and the reasons were not because of a, based on ability it was just I didn't think from you know my background where I came from how I grew up 
Um, I just didn't think that, I know this sounds really awful to say, but I just didn't think like someone like me would be able to have the opportunities to do things like this or to go to some of the places that I've gone. And, you know, it's truly a testament to, you know, you know, you know, as you think, you know, as sometimes that'll be, that'll be the way that you go. And I think that is really key to, to let people know that you really have to have the right mindset in place. Even, you know, you, even if you don't know how far you can go, you still have to have the mindset that you, you know, literally as cliche as it sounds, sky is the limit. And so let's, let's give our listeners just a clearer picture of what it is. How old are you, Steve? I am 30 years young. 30 years young. Yeah. And, uh, that's now. And Blue Rain Wear, I think, is about four years old. Is that yep. right? So when you were like 26, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you're 26, you were talking about Blue Rain, which is probably 2005. That's about what four more years. So you were like 22? I was, I might have a late birthday. My birthday's in November. Big up to all the Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> I was 21 years old going on 22. 21. Okay. So... Just so everybody understands, Steve had an idea at 21 to do something with his life and just try. And it's gone through different permutations, different evolutions, and it probably still is, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, it involves every single day. Um, the thing that I think that's so key about the era that we live in right now is that because technology is constantly evolving everything has to evolve with it. And that includes marketing and that includes, you know, social media, PR. So if you're not on, you know, I don't even say the, the, the cutting edge, you have to be before the cutting edge um, to, to kind of grasp what's coming next. It's just so you can, uh, you know, remain relevant. Would you say that uh, the technology and social media and all that has played a part in the, in where you see your company going or how you've changed your company? Absolutely. Um, I would I would I would definitely agree with that. And that's due to the fact that, um, you know, I, I watched a, uh, a very key documentary on Herb Block. He was uh, a political cartoonist for The Washington Post. It's called The Black and White. I suggest everybody gets, uh, you know, that's aspiring to be. I'll just say that aspiring to be in life that you just, you know, take some time and just watch it. It's called Ur Block, the black and white. Um, and what he was, what they were saying was the reason why at the time Ur Block was so, you know, influential outside of just his talent was the fact that, you know, during the 40s and 50s and 60s and even the 30s, he was relevant all the way up until the 90s and 2000s when he, you know, up until when he passed. There was no social media. There wasn't television. It was just radio. So the visual images that people saw was, you know, your daily cartoons in the newspaper. I um, mean, since he was so very widely syndicated, everybody around the world saw him on a regular basis. So, you know, I kind of connected that to the what we have now. You know, if a guy could be in, you know, just with a, stro- a few strokes of his pencil, be in every um, newspaper around the world influencing you know, what people thought on politics, how much more do we have now if we have a computer screen, you know, even this conversation now is we're recording it over Skype. You know, that was un, that wasn't even thought of, you know, to be able to do. It's so. true. It's true. Often conversations and, and interviews were done face to face or over the phone. Absolutely. So, you know, to the, the fact that we can log on to, you know, and update social networks and they can be literally around the world in the blink of an eye. I feel like 
that has helped you believe rain um we haven't had to go through a marketing firm we haven't had to you know go through much pr we can just do it ourselves with the biggest form of marketing which is word of mouth based off of what we can do through social media and technology well here, here's a question why blue rain like why do you call it blue rain well, you know, that's, a, that's probably the most common question that I hear about blue rain. People say, well, what is it? What does it mean? It kind of it opens itself up to that question. I mean, let's yeah. be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was, one of, that was one of the key factors in choosing a name was what can, what can we say, what can we name a company that will ask a next question? You know, what can we, where can we leave it? I feel blue rain is very, like you said, very open-ended. Um, and when I look at around at other names like Gap, or like Banana Republic and, you know, certain things like that. Um, DreamWorks, as far as like production companies, are, it's just something that you it, it interests you, you know. Um, but if you ask the meaning of blue rain, initially, you know, blue is my favorite color and rain is my favorite weather. And we just kind of put it together, blue rain. And just, you know, I, I remember some of the early days of my friends, we just kind of would say it, blue rain. Blue Rain. You know, we would call each other and answer the phone like um, Blue Rain offices just to see how it sounded. And after a while, it was just rolling off the tongue. So, Are there a lot of you in the company or is it, is it do you outsource a lot or is it kind of intimate with a few friends that you know and trust? Well, um, it, of course, it started with uh, a few friends. Um, it started with myself and I started... Um, passing the idea around, you know, word of mouth back in the day when it was MySpace. Oh, that's a that's <laughs> thing in the time machine. Before um, before it was revamped by Justin Timberlake and whatnot, there was a MySpace 1.0. Right. <laughs> absolutely. What what it was, I, I saw that, you know, I saw the uh, rise of everybody wanting to have like their own thing, which I totally support everybody, you know, having their own vision, their own record label, you know, their own business. If you look, you know, on Facebook, everybody is a CEO of their own thing at this point. So what I really kind of wanted to key on in the fact is when I came to people, you know, I did have some friends that were like, Hey, I just, I had some friends literally tell me, I don't want my own thing. I want to help somebody else achieve their dream, which was, you know, something that I thought was really admirable. But, you know, the majority of people that I ran into, especially other artists, they wanted their own thing. You know, they wanted to shed that, right. that image of a starving artist. And, you know, ultimately we want to get paid for what we're doing. So opposed to me saying, hey, you know what, why don't we come in and swallow you up um, and just do this? I encouraged people, you know, and I continue to encourage people to continue their own thing. Just, hey, you know, why don't, you know, if I need a photographer, we'll call on, you know, um, the digital maniac, Tony Lights, who's my, uh, who's my regular photographer. And he'll do work through Blue Rain. And if there's ever, you know, he needs any type of production work that we can do on his end, he'll do the same thing. So it's almost a conglomerate of people that already have their own thing working towards, you know, kind of going through us to get um, a certain goal if we can't provide it all on our own. So, yeah, we'll bring in a whole bunch of people for the production side when it comes to Blue Rain Productions. Um the charity works and things of that nature, that's just uh, those same groups of friends. They're just giving out of, you know, we all have the same type of uh, ideologies when it comes to giving back. And to, to kind of heart back on that name, Blue Rain, we kind of, you know, people were looking like, hey, you know, Blue, that's kind of dismal. Rain, that's also kind of dismal. We kind of we flipped 
our new logo, um, when we spell out blue, we turn the E backwards. And that's to symbolize, that's what at Blue Rain, what we're looking to do is turn the world backwards the way things are, um, you know, as far as poverty is concerned, as far as, you know, capitalism and just all of these things that, um, you know, hinders people from rising beyond their current state. At Blue Rain, we want to turn all of that around so that when you see the backwards E on the blue, that's what that means. And like our meaning of blue is to give back. So when we say um, um, be, you know, feels good to be blue, which is one of our mottos, it feels good to give back. That's what we mean for that. Was that important to you, being able to give back? I mean, a lot of people talk the talk, but knowing you, I know that you're not one of those people. You actually, some of the, you guys have put on benefit concerts. You've done um, clothing drives. Was, yeah. was that an important part of Blue Rain that you wanted to make sure was forefront? Absolutely. Absolutely, Amy. And I'm, I'm glad you asked me that um, because that's something that's very near, dear, near and dear to my heart. I grew up in a two-bedroom apartment with five people and a cat. Um, and to not to put anybody, you know, not to put my family out or anything like that, but I remember at one time, you know, I was in a bunk bed uh, with my sister, and I could look out, you know, I looked off, off, off my bunk bed, and my mom's bed was right there. My older sister was, you know, in a walk-in closet. My brother was in another room. And, you know, when you have, like, that many people in the house, you used to have so many personalities and so many ups and downs. And, um, you know, I had hand-me-down clothes and, you know, it just, it, it just, we always had what we needed, but we never were able to kind of live like in the way that we might've saw other people living. And I just, you know, the feeling that that made me feel like, you know, just not to have at times was so detrimental to my self-image, you know, my self-esteem and, you know, my mental state at times, I, went out and got into legal trouble when I was younger just because I always wanted more than what I had. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times we look out and see, you know, impoverished people. It doesn't matter the color. It doesn't matter the gender. Just, we're like, why are these people out here, you know, selling drugs or they're robbing or they're stealing? Or they're, poverty will is, is poverty is... Doesn't discriminate. Yeah, it, it does not discriminate. It is a very difficult, you know, quote unquote drug in a sense. If it grabs a hold of you, you know you're impoverished. And, you know, I may not have been as impoverished as other people, you know, may have been in their life, but it the, the mental, you know, where I came from, from a mental capacity at times was very difficult. And I'm thankful to say that, you know, I overcame it. But my first thing was to go back and to help somebody else. And that's always been, you know, as much as I love production, as much as I love clothes and artistry, my the biggest, the, the closest thing to my heart is helping out others and giving back, honestly. And you do a great job of it. Um, Thank you, Amy. <laughs> he does a lot of stuff. And um, those things you will be able to find probably soon on the new website that Steve is actually putting together and launches... This week, right? Valentine's Day. Love day. <laughs> Steve is bringing a little love into the world through That's his website, right. <laughs> which will launch on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. So it gives everybody, including Jason Daly, 
my good friend Jason Daly on the West Coast. Time to get up and wipe all the cold out of your eyes and still be able to talk on. I have some friends. Um, I'm going to tell them you called them out. <laughs> I have some friends across the pond who will be able to um, check it out as well. I felt like um, 12 noon was a pretty key time, you know, revolved around everyone's schedule that they'll be able to, you know, log in from their phones as well or from the computer and just be able to check it out and just look around. It's not, you know, you'll be able to, per- you're able to purchase some of our uh, webs uh, of our um, apparel, you know, be able to check out what Blue Rain uh, Productions offers and just look around, see what we're about. It's a, it's a variety website to say the least. That sounds awesome. And I can't wait to see the new incarnation of Blue Rain. So what do you see ahead? Is there something, it's a new year. Mm-hmm. Your company's now having a new website. Mm-hmm. Is there one thing that you want to happen this year with Blue Rain? Uh, yes. I I want to um I literally like I've been pushing this. We've been we've been pushing uh the the apparel because and the the, the apparel side has an actually a very funny story to it. I used to wear a lot of um um even prior to that when Bart, Bart Simpson, the Simpsons used to have clothes uh, and I had a shirt that said Bart Simpson, such and such and such, underachiever. And my mom would not, she was very proud. She's a very proud woman, um, no matter what the state. She's a very proud woman. She would not let me wear that T-shirt out the house because it said <laughs> underachiever. So what she did, because I love this shirt so dearly, she sewed over the under part. So it just said achiever because she really believed what you, you know, what you wear in your body represents the person that you are. And as I got older, you know, and I started to buy my own clothes, you know, I would buy certain brands, which I'm going to, you know, we'll, we'll remain nameless. And they would have certain messages <laughs> on it, like, you know, affliction and sin and death and skulls and all that stuff. And my aunt asked me one time, she said, why do you wear things that represent such detrimental issues and I didn't have an answer for and what I want to do with Blue Rain is I want people to wear positive uh, clothing and I want them to also feel I want them to feel good I want them to look good at the same time so what I one of the main things I want is I want to be able to spread that blue that blue rain mantra throughout the country and so far you know it's been picking up you know uh I definitely believe with having a positive message, but at the same time, I definitely believe in, you know, looking good as well because that has its benefits. So if it's one thing that I'm looking for, I just want to spread, spread blue rain throughout the country. And, you know, so far, so good. So now, see, we had talked earlier about this and I know this and the listeners probably don't, but you weren't, you're doing blue rain full time now, right? Yes, ma'am. Before this though, you were you were juggling several jobs. You were doing what everybody else did, trying to survive. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, what made were you in a position where you could just take the leap and go full time as a businessman, or is this you taking a chance? Well, I'm going to tell you, and again, this is the so every just so everybody knows, my major in college was film and vid, and television production. So I've learned the art of creating stories, and you know, to bring about you know um, a point. And so a lot of the a lot of the questions that you and Amy, you asked just wonderful questions. And a lot of, <laughs> 
a lot of the questions that you asked me, I'll probably answer you all with a story, as Amy knows that as well, which I've been my, you know, the entire time she's known me. <laughs> he has a tendency. That's all right. I like your stories. Go on. So the last job that I worked, like when I was actually working for another company, um, I got pulled into the back. And, you know, I, because of my, um, my experience working with jobs, I kind of thought, you know, I felt like I was about to get the, you're about to be on probation or you're about to get fired speech. And I was definitely about to get the probation speech. And one of the things that my boss said to me, and I'm so glad she said this to me, my supervising boss said, she said, you're so gung ho about your own thing. And her boss chimed in and said, we need somebody that can be 100% about our business. If we knew you had other things going on, then we wouldn't have hired you. Wow. And at that point, the light just chimed on in my head. And it's, and I said, and something said to me, said, you always, you know, working for someone else, you'll always be giving, you'll always have to give more to someone else than you'll be able to give to yourself. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I said, you know what, I'm giving this job at least 40 hours a week. I'm giving it my all because that's just the type of person that I am. How much more could I be building my business if I did this for myself? And, you know, like I wasn't, that's not to say I was bringing in enough income to live off of or anything like that. And I had some money saved up and some things like that. But at that point, I realized that the time was now and I had to go as hard as I could, you know, for Blue Rain because I didn't want to look back. Um, you know, I'm 30 years young, but, you know, the, the clock is always ticking. So, so you didn't want to regret anything? I didn't. I, exactly. I didn't want to live with yeah. any regrets when I looked down the line and what was that? That was maybe October. It's November, December, January. Four months later, I can tell you that's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. It's not always easy, um, but to be able to say you work for yourself and you, you, you can instantly see the benefits from it is uh, an amazing feeling. Would you ha Had you been toying with that idea of going on your own full time like before? I mean, you've been doing this for a while, this juggling of, of jobs and, and mm -hmm. your business and passion. Mm -hmm. um, so outside of this catalyst that kind of propelled you to make the decision, had you thought about it beforehand and just Absolutely. kind of been like, nah, now? Absolutely. And again, my biggest fear um, and anybody that's ever experienced, you know, the have nots or, or not having the biggest thing that I, I never wanted to go back to that place. So whenever I thought about, you know what? I can do this. I can do this full time. The first, the biggest doubter, the biggest naysayer, the biggest critic was myself. And I would mm -hmm. tell myself, Hey, you know, what do you want to do for money? What do you want to do for benefits? You know, are you, you know, what are you, are you going to be homeless? Are you going to be without? Um, but again, at the same time, every time I gave myself enough excuses to continue working for somebody. And that's not to say I had some, I worked for some very notable, you know, businesses and reputable companies um, but I just, I had regrets every single time, you know, I, I would get, you know, a check or something from somebody and it didn't have blue rain on it. I just, that was the regrets when I was living with. So, to, you know, now I can literally say I'm not living with any regrets. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it <really is. laughs> it's a nice feeling to, to know you're, you're doing what you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you're, you're helping. Yeah. And yeah. that's really cool. And that's yeah. one thing I want, I, I, I hope other people take is, um, Steve had to go through his 
motions and he had to jump through his own hoops to get to this point. And maybe you do, maybe you don't, but that's something it, I think it's really personal. Wouldn't you say everyone's decision about whether they work part time and then chase their dreams or chase their dreams full time? Absolutely. This is something that I would suggest to anyone that believes in their in their in their ability and their talent, their giftedness and their own future in themselves. Um, you know, the motto that's, you know, see it, believe it, do it. I've seen it for a long time and I believed that it was, you know, very possible and very doable. The last part of that, I think, is, you know, I think each part is just as key and just as important. But I think that it's the most difficult component of that of that um, motto is do it. Absolutely. Just to jump out there and do it. So what I said, what I recommended to somebody, yes, I absolutely would recommend it. But I wouldn't recommend it with the oh, hey, once you do it, everything's going to be cool. It's, it's not always just going to be cool. You have to re- really revisit <laughs> every piece of that motto you know sometimes when you're doing it you have you might have to step back and say well you know you know when you when you question why am i doing this well i believe that this was possible okay well why did i believe that something this radical was possible because i saw it you know and i feel like it's a it's a threefold type of message that it's a checks and checks and balances of itself it'll continue to you know mold and shape itself but you got to keep going forward with it and that's one of the things i think is difficult for people is there's no safety net mm-hmm. necessarily right, right? You're, you're operating with that one but mm-hmm. at the same time if you needed to pick up another job or if you mm-hmm. needed to do something else in order to you know survive or at least to keep blue rain going or to fund it would you hesitate i would hesitate and the reason why i would hesitate would be because um would be due to the fact that when you are doing, especially an artistic field, but that doesn't negate the fact that anything that you're doing, um, when you're doing it for yourself, you need to have, you need to have something. If you're going to re, you know, align yourself with any type of work, it has to be something that's going to continue to feed that drive. If I was to pick up another part time job just to fund it, just to have some extra cash, um, just to have a little bit more of a safety net. And I do want to come back to that in a quick second. It would be something where even while I was uh, continuing to pursue my own dream, that job would continue to push me towards that. I don't think you should do anything um, in life, period, but definitely not when when you are focusing on your own thing. That's going to pull away from that because you don't want to devote so much energy towards a total different direction you know, than what you're going in. I have a friend who was an excellent, superb uh, graphic designer, Mm -hmm. um, but she picked up a job, you know, selling insurance. And, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I just don't think that's going to be a good idea for you because, you know, what about selling insurance is going to feed your artistic design? She said, I don't know. I just need the money. And, you know, when somebody gives you that type of response, there's really not much you can say back to her. But again, uh, like I was saying, if you, you know, to give yourself that bit of the safety net sometimes is almost like a crutch. I'm glad at times I don't have a safety net because it makes me go that much harder on what I need to do. You won't accept shorts. You won't accept freebies anymore. You will start to understand the value of your gift once you know that there's nothing there to catch you but your gift. I see. Okay. Well, I can see what you're saying with that, but I also understand your friend's point 
in that sometimes you have to do what you got to do to right. to make it through. However, at the same time, understand if you're doing that, then sometimes you you are in fact you have to acknowledge that you are taking maybe a small step back from the dream you're chasing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think that it's not that you're you're betraying it or anything, but I think you have to acknowledge that that's what you're doing for it, mm-hmm. and that you may not be necessarily moving forward with the dream, but that you're creating the safety net so that you can move forward soon. But I think, I think the trap though is once you're there and doing it, don't forget that you had a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's why I'm so, you know, again, um, if I can, you know, if I can inspire someone that's 18, 19, 20, 21, 25, 28, somebody that's, you know, just somewhere where they, you know, you have an idea because it starts with an idea, you know, and you know, you have to believe that that idea is the best thing, you know, that you've ever, you know, that's ever been thought of, (laughs) you know, like it has to have that type of drive. And I do understand that, you know, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. But again, I just really totally, I'm so totally so engulfed by that, you know, that um, doctrine of if you really believe that your idea is is that good, you know, it's that valuable, then you can you can work that idea just as much as you can work that part time job to make it as profitable mm-hmm. as 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 it would be working a job. And don't get me wrong, I get extremely discouraged sometimes when I look up and there's. Let me just be quite candid with everyone that's listening. When I look and I come home and there's a yellow eviction slip on my door. You know, like, let me just really be candid with you. But I mean, honestly, all of my stuff is in my house. You know, I have food in my refrigerator. Like, it makes you look at it and say, hey, I don't ever want to go back to this. So what do I need to do that so that I'm not in this position? Mm-hmm. And, you know, many people won't tell you that it gets that real sometimes. But like that, like if you're really serious about your dream, that drive will continue to push you until, you know, it becomes profitable. And I'm living, I'm living proof. I'm living proof of it. I think it's also something that, you know, uh, so you can't let the fear stop you mm-hmm. from, from chasing whatever it is. I think that's something that we tend to do. We only have so many hours in the day. We only have so many days to live, you know, yeah. don't live in such a way that you regret what you're doing. No, yeah, I mean, and, and that's, I think, like I said, I've, I've, I've uh, been some places, you know, I've been some very cool places, I've done some very cool things, and very thankful for those things. Um, I just want to put them under my own moniker at this point, and, you know, 30 isn't old. Um, no, it's not. But I, 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 what I, what I think about and what I know now um, I wish I had implemented when I was 21 and I had less responsibilities and I still lived with my mom and, you know, I still was, you know, going to school and partying and I wish <laughs> I was as hard as I'm going now on my own business and my own idea because I feel like it would be so, so much further. But again, those type of things are what shape you for, you know. Well, absolutely. Now, so. Because who knows? If you had done it then, we never might have met. Yeah, that's true. What were you going to do without me in your life? I I have no idea. (laughs) What would you do without Amy J in your life? All right. So let's do a quick little uh, little game because you're my first kind of like interview of people 
doing things for themselves. Oh, cool. All right. So you got to pick one or the other, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you some options. You pick one or the other. Don't take forever in deciding. Okay, I won't. All right. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Movies or music? Movies. Hot or cold? Hot. Aliens or predators? Predator. Mm. Mac or PC? Definitely Mac. Is that a real question? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a trick question, sort of. Uh, (laughs) I was through with that. Uh, Baseball or football? Football. All right. So the next up is uh, word association. Okay. Okay? Okay. It's not a lot. It's just like a few of them. No, I love it. I love these type of games. The word association stuff? I love all of this type of stuff, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Fashion. Stop. You're thinking. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to think like. Aren't you familiar with the game? Call you so. Wait. You say the word, and I just say the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. You tell me. It took that long for your mind to. I I saw it in my head. It just took me a long time to say it. I wouldn't cheat you. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm gonna believe you. It's, it's going to get random, though. I'm telling you, it's going to get random. Uh, it, it might. I don't even have that many. Uh, let's try again. Okay. Charity. Humanitarian. Football. Emma Smith. Why would I say that? You did, though. Yeah. Ice cream. Chocolate. Blue. Rain. <laughs> Oscar. Meyer. Basketball. Jordan. Nice. I actually thought you would you would have said something else for that one. What did you think I was going to say? Uh-uh. Because <laughs> I refuse to put that out in the world. <laughs> that's that's not me. I, I won't do that. Uh, that's all I had for those. Okay. Is there any more games? No, I don't have any other games. Should I oh, come up man. with more games? Yes, you should. At least one more. At least one more? At least one more, yeah. Do you have a game? Um, I don't. Not off the top of my head, I don't. See? I had two games. I mean, they were cool games. I'm just, I'm, I'm used to there being more. I love games. I love games. If that you're so means, used to it, how come you don't have one right now? Because I'm used to playing them and not like so much always creating them. Like, <laughs> I like, I like playing games. You like playing games? Yeah. Okay. Let's, I'm going to look around my room. Well, hopefully none of my ex-girlfriends are, heard me say that. <laughs> and there's dead silence on my <laughs> Where's right. the cricket sound? All right. I'm looking around my room. We're going to do word association still. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to say something, okay? Okay. All right. Film. Critic. Comic. Relief. Uh, sci-fi. Tom Cruise. Why? I don't know. Superhero. Superman. Dog. Fight. Baseball. Cal Ripken. Good call. Uh, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I do. Book. Report. Really? Mm-hmm. I love book reports. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I love books. I'm a reader. Well, that's true. Because, and, and the book that you mentioned, Air Block, was that it? Air Block. Air Block. Air Block. The script. Black and White. Herbert Block. It's a documentary. Don't worry. I'm going to get Steve to write a book report on that, and I will put it in the post. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to put the summary as to why people should read it, since you're such a fan. I am a fan. I've watched it like three or four times. 
Ugh, this guy. Okay, I'm looking around my room. I got... Oh, I got a lot of ga games. That, that's the word. Games. Um, Price is right. Really? Video. Yeah. Oh, PlayStation 3. Color. Blue. That's your favorite. Mm -hmm. Chinese. Uh, soy sauce. I had Chinese earlier, guys. That's why it's there. Um, yeah, last... you know what? That was our last. That was our last dinner date. Was PF Chang's, right? Was it? Yeah, we ate a PF Chang's when I when I left uh, my last day. Like, no, dude. No, we had. Um, oh no, that's Snowball. Yeah, we had smoothies. We drank smoothies for everybody listening. We drank smoothies in the cold. It was freezing. It was and. The place we were at, uh, Smoothie King, did not have a table inside. Fail on their part. Total fail on their part. Uh, but that's all I got, Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it now. Now I'm gonna be like, I need to get better games. In okay. fact, I'm gonna recruit Blue Rain to come up with games for the interviews. Done. Done. You all you all heard it here first. Blue Rain is being. <laughs> roped in to volunteer and come up with games that I can use for these interviews. No problem at all. Well, thank you so much, C, for joining me today and talking with us. And I hope you all guys check out his website, BlueRainWorld.com, launching when? Friday, Valentine's Day. Love Day, This is, which is this Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Standard Time. adjust accordingly and uh, definitely check it out. And remember... The Blue Rain motto is is very deep and goes along with everything that I believe in. In see it, believe it, do it. Remember, this is the year to live without regret and just make moves. That's okay, right. guys. So thanks again, Steve. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. Thank you, Amy J. Thanks again, Steve, for joining us today. Remember, BlueRainWorld.com launches Friday, February fourteenth, noon. Eastern Standard Time. The link will be available on my website so you can always find it there. But once again, it's blueRainworld.com. It's available on all browsers and mobile devices around noon. So definitely check it out. It's definitely worth it. And if you so kind to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Libsyn, we'd love to hear from you. Till next time, peace. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Or leave a comment on her website, ChasingDreamsHQ.com. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.